grew up with the anime growing exactly. up. Exactly. And the kids today are working with the anime now. Like, they're going to look at this with modern technology, modern animation, and say, wow, that's, and say, wow, this is awesome. And they're not going to look at the old stuff with the exact same amounts of openness because they have no emotional attachment to it. What are we talking about? Pokemon. Old school versus new school. You want to just talk about nostalgia in general? Yeah, sure. I'm down for that. Yeah. You, know one, you know one thing I truly miss back from uh, Cartoon Network's heyday? Yeah. Cartoon Cartoon Friday. That was the one I actually thing. did used to, I used to fuck with that. Anyway. Yes, that was the one time I actually looked forward to Friday. Before I met with alcohol and money and big booty bitches. I'm kidding. Big booty bitches. I'm kidding. Bitches. Before, like, no, but on legit, no, before, like, us partying and having all these drugs, it was cartoon, cartoon. How do you say that on camera? Before us partying and having all these drugs? This is terrible, by the way. Yeah, of course it's terrible. It's freaking seltzer. Seltzer's disgusting in general. Everybody's been hyping this shit up. What the fuck? It's, what you said of Travis Scott, if a celebrity says it's good, then everybody's gonna fucking buy no, it. But even like White Claw me? and shit. White Claw's fucking disgusting. Did you don't hear me when I said this is terrible? I said like 20 minutes ago. I, t- I couldn't tell you that. I down the drain. See, look, y'all think I was just being judgmental or being a little punk. But no, I didn't say it was going to be good at all. <laughs> but I didn't think it was going to be is, this fucking bad. Yes, it's fucking <laughs> seltzer. This is tequila no, seltzer. Is seltzer is not, the thing is seltzer is not bad. Seltzer's ass, my This guy. is terrible. I've had decent seltzer before. This is before. so not sponsor friendly. Look, that's where y'all messed up, okay? See, you messed up, AA Ron. So, going off the nostalgia trip, you know, look, as I was saying, back then, Cartoon Cartoon Friday was the shit I looked forward to growing up. And if I was on punishment and I actually was a good kid, I got to watch that. And it would just hype me up knowing that we got to watch all these new episodes of like shows we used to like Ed and Eddie, Coach and Kid Next Door, Curse Cali Dog. Or what made me even more happier was during Cartoon Cartoon Fridays when they premiered a new series of cartoons. That shit had me hyped because I was like, yes, I get to watch it. Then after Cartoon Cartoon Friday, we went into Toonami. And then after Toonami, went to Adult Swim. And if you're one of those slick ass kids who knew how to watch uh, late night TV shows about your parents catching you and whooping your ass, then that's when you got to watch all like the animes, like the old school animes. I'm talking like Dragon Ball Z, Yu Yu Hakusho, Gundam, uh, Inuyasha, Yu, um, what else? And just like all the old school animes that you grew up with and learned how to like freaking get into anime with. That's some of the main things that really hyped me up about Fridays and Saturdays, you know? What's your nostalgia piece? Food. Dude, okay. I was later. Oh yeah, speaking of food, the old school Pizza Hut where you got inside and it was like a buffet and then that's when like stuffed crust was like the hypest thing ever. That shit was terrible. You I... hate stuffed crust? The thing I think I feel like I miss the most is Blockbuster. I really yes! I'm just going to goddamn movie theater. Not movie theater. I mean even nowadays movie theaters aren't even fucking open, so I really do miss the experience. We're in a parallelogram, of course, it's not open. Hello. Oh, I go. We're in a perpendicular, okay, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even the movie theaters aren't open. I really do miss going to uh, to what Blockbuster. Blockbuster and renting out all your videos, games, and other yeah. stuff. Yeah, I used to mostly just like renting games. I'm still mad yeah. that there's not really a good equivalent. I've never tried GameFly. No, no, but the GameFly the was weird. The market died down. I mean, just think about what the gaming community is like I mean, now compared to what a lot years of, ago. Yeah, you have a lot of DLCs nowadays, and all these uh, yeah. electronic yeah, downloads. Nowadays, like, nowadays, most 
gamers are essentially YouTubers. And Unfortunately. And now, Twitchers. So nowadays the community is just a small percentage of people who are on Twitch or live streaming all the time. And the rest of them are just people that just watch live streams constantly, play games for like, I don't know, 30, I don't know, like half an hour a week. I don't know, it just became a weird, it just became a weird saturated community where well, that's instead the thing. of all this coming together to playing video games online, it's just a bunch of advertisers for YouTubers to make money off of their story. Well, I, but that's if you just actively participate, I guess, in the mainstream market for that stuff. Um, I mean, because streaming has been the idea for everybody who was ever a gamer. Uh, Everybody who games is like, I just want to be able to make money playing video games all day. That's basically all that is. Um, so, uh, I'm not going to say the market is necessarily ruined for that, but the whole DLC thing, that's just... I, I feel like every company is trying to get closer and closer to your bank account. Um, Microtransactions. Yeah, all that stuff. Um, or even just really having the power of your money in their hands. Uh, and the more points, more opportunities there is to take your money, they will always go for it. What do you say capitalism, ultimate business model is slavery? It's slavery. No, wait, look, there's a reason why here in America, the philosophy is getting paid time off is something sickening in that every single hour you need to be working, which is where micromanagement comes into play. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to work every single hour, hour out of you. Like, like if, you're, if they're paying for that time, you're yeah. gonna be working that whole time, busting your ass that whole time too. Yeah. I don't know about y'all, but that sounds like some bullshit. Mm. I mean, it's like when, you, like, when you go out to European countries and you, know, you see they have, they, that they have some socialistic laws. Shoot, this man's calling me has some kind of socialistic laws like I don't know every single um, employer gets a month with a paid time off for every year and it rolls over here in America it's not guaranteed so it's like your workers can't take a break they don't have lives no we're not gonna pay for that if you're not doing anything that is remotely related to the company we're not spending a single damn down on you well yeah fucking crazy it's stupid honestly and what sucks is that some of these people work themselves to death and even if they work themselves to death, if they die or something happens to them, I guarantee you, less than a week, they're already replaced with somebody else who can do their job, either for less pay or even better. Yeah, I mean, that's totally 100% the case. Uh, I feel like they just think we're like, it's cogs in the machine. It's the whole assembly line thing. Uh, if everybody just does their part or whatever, the, the machine being the company can just print out money basically it should just be able to be switched on and be on autopilot a lot of people have that mentality uh that that is what i guess working in america should be like but um let's talk about burnout right oh, worker burnout bro yeah, you're yes. talking like you about worker burnout a student burnout no yeah all that stuff i think student burnout is something that we definitely do have to discuss i think that's one of the many things that doesn't get addressed more enough because that's one of the hardest things that also leads to many people's failures and dropping out of college or any other type so of suicide yeah but a lot yeah. of people see that as a privilege just to be able to be there anyway so, so they, i mean it's a privilege and at the same time it's also one of those many things that are a requirement that kind of fucking sucks because i hate how the fact that 
we need a fucking piece of paper to say, hey, you're required or you have the uh, skills to get this job. Oh, wait, no, you need to get a master's now and you need to have a, at least a year of experience for this damn job. We should be like, God dang. No. Well, college was never really meant to be for everybody. Or really even for jobs. Especially not liberal arts. I'm going to do a PSA real quick. College was never created to get you a job. You should come closer to the camera. Yeah. Yeah. I've noticed that they've been taking a lot of trading um, schools or classes out of public schools. Like schools with like, I don't know, a a machine shop, auto body. You know, car, car, carpentry, pretty much trading. You know, hands, hands-on work. But said they focus on students going to college and, for like and, the theoretical stuff. Yeah, the the theoretical. You know, the mindset. You know, just the education aspect. When we know that college is not for everybody. Yeah. And college was only designed for you know the top of the top people, scholars, to go out and improve on their critical thinking. Yeah. You know, or at least get more knowledge in their studies. But and, you know, but but like I said before, over the past thirty years, you know, those programs have been taken away from public schools. So now, everybody seems is taught that college is the only way to go. So I'll tell you right now, even at my high school, um, you know, since I was a science and tech program, they hammered all of us to do, you know, our SATs, you know, to apply to colleges and everything. But they never really even talked about going to trade school or learn how to do certain things with your hands. It's like only one sector of the economy is being pushed, particularly on, you know, in the black community. But however, there's actually a huge hole in a severe amount of jobs for electricians, plumbers, carpenters, you, you name it. Damn. You know? I'm serious. I'm serious, bro. It, it's, it's, it's really nuts. So I'm just saying that if you don't like college, check out trade school, please. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't know. The thing is, I never really wanted to use my degree. Like, I, I wanted to get, like, something kind of related to my field. Yeah. Something like marketing or something. But to be honest, I don't know why I pick psychology. I think I'm just really good at understanding people and I have a real passion for it. Um, but... Then that's it. That's yeah. it. I mean, that, that's it. I mean, like, you know... I, I don't really expect to have any work that. Yeah, yeah, and that's the key. It's like you went to school not because you're trying to look for a paycheck. Because if you want a quick paycheck, you do a STEM field for the most part. Yeah. Like, I, there's no offense to any of the people with these degrees, but I never understand why people go, go to college and get a degree in a fine arts major that has a, a lower return on investment or like job market. No, and even they're though- thinking that they're going to get a high paying job, but taking on like $150,000 in debt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, and the thing is, so is all companies have that super rigorous, uh, you have that five years worth of experience and blah, blah, blah. So they kind of have to go to art school to even get these jobs because they're not going to take anybody who doesn't study all the all the bougier aspects of it. Uh, let's talk about worker burnout. Yeah, let's have to go there. Little Miles. Speaking of burned out. What's that? Burnout? Work a burnout, man. How you how you doing? I'm doing good. You look exhausted, man. Yeah, I am exhausted. Out. I'm not burnt out though. I'm just tired in general. It's just like my sleep schedule is kind of a little weird. So five thirty, I usually wake up because my dog always comes to wake me up so I can take her out. From there to seven, I'm up trying to like just gather my thoughts, trying to motivate myself. Around seven thirty to like eight thirty, 
I go for my run. From there, I do other exercises until like 10.30, then that's when I shower. From there, from like then till 11.45, I'm usually like getting ready, preparing. So, you know, making my meals, I relax, you know, I try to get my mind right. So at 11.45, I head to work. I gotta be in by 12.30, I usually get there by 12.15. 12.15, I get there, I set up everything I gotta do for when I get into the classroom, because when I get into the classroom, I gotta make sure all the equipment is cleaned up or at least some other things where the kids are good. So from 12... Tell the audience what you do. I'm telling you this. No, oh, like, like you're the type the position. Oh, I'm an afternoon teacher for uh, uh, my school. For I work with four to five years. That lady smiles as a school teacher. He's a school teacher and he's in the military. He loves kids. Not like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so. <laughs> I mean, I felt like you shouldn't have to specify that. But, no. yeah, as long the way as Tony said that, that sounded kind of sus. So, um, Cough this shit out. Oh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> from. 12.30 to like 2.30, the kids are taking their naps, so I'm in charge of like washing their, the toys they played with all day, uh, for, like putting their meals up, cleaning everything else in the um, classroom, or like also filling up their water cups just to make sure they're hydrated. So once 2.30 hits, that's when we wake them up, they use the bathroom, they go outside around three, from um, when three o'clock hits, that's when we can bring them back in, they eat their snacks by 3.30, they all gotta line up to go, ready to go play out again. And from fourth- Where do they actually learn? Well, they don't, They don't. I don't teach them anything until, unless I work mornings, but most of the time Miss Portia, my boss in that classroom, she teaches them like their ABCs, their numbers, colors, different days and all that. You know, the basic stuff, they gotta get ready for kindergarten. So I'm just basically like, I'm their, babysitter at that point because it's afternoon time they already learned their stuff for the day so they want to play and have a good time so when i'm there if i'm not teaching them a life lesson or telling them a cool story i'm literally just playing with them so most of the time they want us to play tag freeze tag or they want me to do any activities today we did soccer with them it was really fun the girls kicked the guys butts today but um luckily i was being a referee and the boys made it managed to win so you know but um yeah from four o'clock to Working five o'clock has to be hard though it is it's it's stressful because you i want to cuss them out because they be doing some dumb shit or being really ignorant and my school is predominantly white so it's just like it's just like i really be thinking fucking white people there are some like literally i've had to put my kids on punishment with them because they're being very disrespectful and rude to me and like there was one girl she's like mr miles stop talking you're interrupting me i was like I looked around trying to see who the fuck she thinks she was talking to because she had me fucked up. But um, it it is rewarding too though because like the kids every time I come in I'm like hello children they're like Mr. Miles so you know it's just it's really nice knowing that even though it's like stressful it's nice knowing that you've made an impact because I've talked to their parents whenever they come get them from four to five oh yeah that's another thing I do um four to five I'm usually getting the kids and get them to their parents at the front of the school and just like, hey, your mom's here, let's go. So yeah, and it's like their parents won't be like, hey, we've heard nothing but good things from you. You're always such a good um, influence on my kids. Thank you so much. Heck, I even got certain parents now want me to babysit their kids because they were like, oh, once they leave here and start kindergarten, they won't see you anymore. So come babysit for us so they can still be unethical though. 
Hmm? That has to be on <laughs> Not really. As long as I don't do anything sus or like anything that's gonna make everything seem out of place or like something that couldn't hinder the child's um, lifestyle, then I'm good. I mean, yeah, but I don't think parents should be approaching their teachers and being like, please personally babysit my child. I, all my other, a lot of my coworkers do that too, and nothing, and they've had nothing but good times with the kids. So I was like, okay, cool. Honestly, a few, like a month ago, I had one of the kids I worked with, like, in my class when my baby sat, and we had a great time. We were just we went to a birthday party and everything, and, like, their parents really trusted me, and I was glad about that. And this Sunday, I have one of um, the other kids in my classroom. I'm watching them while his parents, his parents are preachers, so, you know, they're doing morning service, so I'm going to be watching him during that time, so. That's a day in the life of Mr. Miles working at my school. That sounds How do you prevent burnout? How do I prevent? I do my coping mechanisms of journaling, exercise, hanging out with y'all, just taking time to do some things I really enjoy, like playing video games, just singing from car rides home or just going for walks with Luna. And yeah, that's one of the many things I try to do. And actually trying to get a decent hour of sleep, like, I think probably the latest I go to sleep nowadays is like 12, compared to how like back in college, two o'clock was when I would go to sleep. But now I go to sleep at 12, wake up around five, so I get at least like what, four to five hours of sleep. Not too bad. Four, five, oh, four, four to five, five hours Yeah, that's, yeah, that's not, not enough. The thing is that that's what, we the Brian culture has taught us that, you know, Less sleep is good because that means you have more time to work and make money. But I'm like, no, if you don't get enough sleep, you're like, you're gonna die. Yeah, you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, you're just no, gonna you're die. killing yourself. So. I don't know how, but every time I look at my um, my watch to see how much I get sleep, it still says seven hours. So maybe I'm falling asleep and waking up early, like certain parts. Your watch monitors how long you sleep. Yeah. yeah. You don't know how long you sleep. Sometimes I just pass out and I don't even remember. <laughs> you sleep with the watch on? Yeah. I always charge it, and then right. once it's fully charged, I put it on my wrist and just go to sleep with it. It is still, man. It's, it's just, I don't know, like, America prioritizes working yourself to death. Pretty much work and making money over the quality of life. Yeah. That, that is your health. That's the American life. dream. Yeah. There was a movie that Michael Moore did. Um, it's, it's like a documentary. Can't remember uh, what it's called either. But basically, it was a satire where he says, America has invaded Iraq for oil, this, this, and this. What about, why don't I go out here and start invading countries and taking their stuff? So he goes to uh, Italy, and then he says that, hmm, this land, people are happy at work. Why is that? So he goes in, you know, people's workplaces and interviews them, and then he finds out that people in Italy receive around 30 days a year, a government mandated uh, paid time off. And I believe those months roll over each year as well. And you know what's crazy? Everybody in America always thinks, oh, that wouldn't work. All the companies will have business. But for every other, like McDonald's, for example, in other countries, if the minimum wage is 22, 21, whatever dollars, they just pay it. Yeah, because it's it's like any other wage. They don't, I mean, yeah, they want to keep it cheaper because they have to spend less money. But it's not going to make them go bankrupt. These people are are super mega billionaires. We're not talking about they get $1 billion uh, total. They get billions and billions a year. They can afford to pay their employees more, and they would just have to come out of their million-dollar salaries. Um, 
So I don't understand. I mean, people think they're going to go bankrupt that way again. In every other country on earth, they just pay the higher. That's you know, bullshit nonsense. Cause, yeah. Because honestly, because, I, again, another. Wait, what, Miles? I was going to say, like, the last time the, um, like, what, the union has somehow raised minimum wage was, like, 15 to 20 years ago. Yeah. And I'm just like, bro, what the fuck? Like, why are we still 725? This makes no fucking sense. Like, how. And the thing is. A company is going to pay the minimum amount you're going to force them to pay. I, I, I just want to point out something real quick. I just want to do some math, right? A minimum wage is seven twenty-five, which is horseshit. Yeah. High school should, should, should we get paid seven twenty-five? Yes. Like, Nobody should be getting paid seven twenty-five. And but, you get uh, right, most high that. schoolers only work because they have to support their families. That or they want to make money for themselves. So exactly. Sure. Buy. And I don't understand why we wouldn't want to okay, give them but, money. Okay. They're no, the people but, going okay. to the future. They say okay. Let's they, they say that moving up to fifteen dollars would cost too much. I'm like, well, truthfully, no, it doesn't. Let me see, because if you do fifteen dollars an hour, fifteen times eight is. Well, I don't know, 100, uh, 120 a day, 120 times five, that's like, what, 600 bucks a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's around $24,000 a year. That's still not a lot of money. Yeah. All right. The and average cost double, to live in most cities is far above that. And doubling someone's salary, just going from 725 to 15, which is still not a lot to live with in America, it's still a pretty big jump for people. So, and you know, there are a lot of stores now, like the Amazon, uh, they have, uh, what is it called, Amazon Go? You ever seen that? Uh, I mean, like the store where it's like, you just go in there. And you just pick up stuff what you want and go out and they'll charge your Amazon account. They're intentionally trying to get rid of employees. So they don't have to pay them as much. You know, the only reason that Amazon, and this is gonna be so- no, not tinfoil. Okay. What's, no, what's the word for non-sponsor friendly? Non-sponsor friendly, okay. Yeah. Uh, that should be the name of this episode, non-sponsor friendly. I'll write that down. Uh, write that down, write that down. <clears throat> but the only reason they, they argue to raise the minimum wage is because they could afford to pay a little bit more. They can afford to pay about $15, but the rest of their competition couldn't. Uh, so it just raised their... Uh, What's the word? They had to raise that in their expenses and drove a lot of their competitors out of business or are making them compete harder. But you know, Amazon is the exact example of a sweatshop. You know, people go in there and are peeing in bottles and stuff. What did they say in response to that? They said, nobody would come here and just pee in this bottle. They denied, denied, denied. One of our best friends, you know, our good old boy, our good old buddy Grant, has told us about his experience from working at Amazon. And he said, and I quote, he used to walk around 12 to 13 miles every single day. Jesus fudge. Easily at at that job. And and they say that if you're running a little bit behind on the packages that he tell you to pick it up and and you only have like a certain amount of violations before you're fired. Yeah. Doesn't that sound like slavery to you? It is. It just sounds like slavery, but with more steps. I mean, work every single second out of you. Yeah, for not a minimum wage, and that's why I would tell you, Bezos, and I'm talking to you, uh, brother. You want to call him out? You want to get the hot seat? No, no, no. I'm sitting right here. <laughs> I'm in the hot seat right now anyway because I called out Jeff Bezos probably, which we good pay us out. But look, pay us out. You got sock in Amazon? Nah. What I'm trying to tell him is, you are the richest man in the world. You mean to tell me that you can't raise the raise the minimum wage for um, maybe forty dollars an hour? Yeah, you can tell me that those hundreds of billions of dollars, or at least thirty, even thirty, even thirty, yeah. even thirty dollars an hour. Yeah. I mean, yeah, why is it so hard? How much? How much more money do you need, man? 
Well, how, how much more money do you need? And that's and that's the issue with America. Look, America is so capitalist and greedy that again, the notion of saying, "Hey, I'm gonna let my employees have some time to themselves," it's so foreign to us. In other words, sacrifice a little bit of money for the sake of your employees. No sacrifice, no victory. That's I'm, a wiki motto. Because I want to continue about the documentary in the Michael Moore film. I'm sorry, the Michael the Michael Moore documentary, where. The lunch time in Italy is around maybe one and a half to two hours, where you can literally like, they, I, I believe I'm not sure if it was a Ducati factory or some company, and they all went back to one of the um, employees' houses. They all had lunch. To, they all had lunch together, like a full course meal, and they went and they went back to work. Uh, four hours later, they went back home. Four hours. Yeah, and bo- yeah, I mean the boss are like, yeah, just go ahead. And, look, the work the work is getting done. Go ahead and enjoy yourself. That sounds like a decent quality of life. Yeah, I, the thing is, again, the ultimate business model is slavery. Slavery. Once we, and this is where we get tinfoil haddish. Everything that happened with the Civil War, we never really punished the South for. <laughs> we never did. Never uh, do. We never did. They never. <laughs> and it, it seems like every time people have rose up in history and said, "Hey, we want to get treated better." You know what always happens? They send in the state guard or the police or the military, and then they kill a bunch of people and then it always escalates I, I don't know how the rest of are you asleep? no I'm still up oh <laughs> um, I don't know how the future is going to be looking but I don't know I'm kind of anti big corporation right now um, you've always been anti corporation well let's think about it this is the only time in our in history of this earth where non-existing companies are more powerful than actual countries. I'm oh, sorry, yeah. people are more powerful than actual countries, like Elon Musk. Yeah, especially when you don't have like a physical location, like you're not one singular thing. And we're also living in a time where, where we can literally create our own money. Yeah. Actually, we actually we should create a cryptocurrency. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Yeah. <laughs> I I Look at Dogecoin. Do you know why Do? Did you do you know what the founders of Dogecoin said? We have no idea why people why our coin is worth this much. This is literally uh, horse. This is literally horse horse crap. Do you realize that they said this was literally created as a joke? This has no value to anything. Mm. But when Elon Musk said Dogecoin to the moon or sun or whatever the hell he said, what happened? People became millionaires. Off of a piece of propaganda. Yeah. Propaganda is a nice way of putting it, JT. Thank you. Yeah, let's call it that. We're living in some very weird times. Yeah, we are. You know, like, Disney has a monopoly on the media. Can we talk about the money printer? Oh, uh... The Federal Reserve? Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of people... The idea right now is that the United States government might just be able to unlimitedly print money. Um, That's, That's what they've been doing. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about that? Well, first, let me ask you, because you never answered earlier. How do you prevent workspace burnout? Actually, before we do that, we never introduced ourselves. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> what a hell of a cold open. Oh, wow. uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how dark. many. Huh? Actually, it was kind of dark. Yeah, for, yeah. <laughs> for, uh, we probably have been going on 20, 30 minutes now. Yeah, we're only just. I think longer than that. Probably for like 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we got, you you, you got to cut some of that out. I mean, we can do whatever. I mean, we can let it ride. This can be intro, outro, whatever. But let's 
introduce ourselves. All we, right. I am the Prince of Rhodes. We are the Victory Click podcast with Tony Tone Tone Man. It was good. And what it be, your boy Miles B, aka Goofboy ninety six. Gang. Sir. Um. Welcome back. If you are watching us on YouTube, go ahead on and hit that like button, that subscribe button, and that notification bell so you can keep tuned in to all of our future what haves it's is going on. If you're watching us on Spotify or listening to us on Spotify, uh, go ahead on and hit that follow button as well. Uh, yeah, but. And also, don't forget to follow us on our other social medias, Instagram and Snapchat. Yeah, just follow us on everything. I'm going to put the links and down in the doobly do. Uh, and. Just follow us, please. We we need friendship. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything you want to plug? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You got anything else you want to plug? Dragon Ball Z, the greatest anime. Yeah, I, I stand stamp that. Uh, really? But yeah. How do you feel? That's that's a conversation for another time. You don't want to say that. We can have the argument later. But how do you prevent work or burnout for yourself? Myself. Um, I guess the first thing I have to understand is that people are going to be people and there's a lot of things that you simply can't control. So only really focus on the stuff that you can't control. So well, like, hmm? what do you mean? Like workplace drama? If it's workplace drama or, you know, you feel like you have a lot of tasks that are on your plates and, you know, you feel like it's that you need to work so hard in order to impress the company and whatnot. We have to remember that the company is a business. A business. A business does not give a shit about you or your well-being. Yeah. Technically, it doesn't. We're a family here. Come on, come work these that's, extra hours. That's, that's a bunch of bullshit. It's really yeah. your manager that makes the big difference. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, luckily in my case, I've I've had a pretty great manager. Shout out to Axe. You know, who's been very understanding. Shout out to cool. Axe. To Axe or Axe. 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 Yeah. Like the body spray. Uh, yeah. Ax. That's or called acts in general. Yeah, uh, you know, I said, he's a very, like, I said, he's a very, very um, understanding manager, and you know, he's not going to micromanage. Um, you know, he understands that his employees are going to do what they have to do. You know, like if, like in other words, he's not going to push people unless things need to get done in a certain amount of time. So, if things are lagging behind or things don't look bad, he's not going to bark at anything. Hmm. And that's the whole thing with micromanagement is that, again, you know, people want to squeeze every single ounce of you for the sake of the company. Yeah. When, truthfully, the company doesn't give a fuck about you. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm not going to name my employers uh, or the company, I guess, that I was previously employed. Uh, but yeah, the manager really can make all the difference, yep. you know, or really just whatever team you're working with. Uh, and I always refer to the office where the office works so well is because they really are just people, yep. you know, just vibing off of each other. And, you know, they're all together because they need to work there. Um, and, you know, it's really just it's just funny. Uh, <laughs> some of that stuff is so relatable. And uh, with Michael Scott as a manager, it's. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Would you be able to have him as a manager? Fuck no. I would. I would. I would extort the shit out of that company. That yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the reason I would stay there. I mean, no. Listen, listen. Like, no offense to Michael Scott's out there, but if you're doing anything that's Michael Scott related, I get fired. I'm going to extort that. I'm going to extort that company. I. I mean, you should probably be extorting whatever company you work for, anyways. They don't care about you. Yeah, but. Even with, like even with all that said in mind, I guess all I'm trying to say is that just keep a peace of mind and know that 
Don't kill yourself for the company. Work yeah. your eight, work your eight hours, and when you're off the clock, go live your life. And there's something wrong with being a good employee. I'm not oh, yeah, saying yeah. don't do your job. Do your job. But have a life. But have a life. You know? Do not just be somebody that just goes to work. That shit is. I feel like that's something that really contributes to burnout. It's just people that feel like they're on this like treadmill and they're just going or this hamster wheel. Really, they're just going to work, going home, going to work, going home, going to work, going home. Uh, you know. You can be passionate about what you do, but at the same time, don't let anybody take advantage of you. Exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, you know, I actually love my old manager. Uh, I really did feel like a family connection. Everybody there really liked her. Um, and, you know, we always exchanged gifts and stuff with each other. She remember everybody's birthdays and all that stuff. She was really cool. Um, but yeah, like I said, I'm not gonna say the company's name. Uh, oh I don't know what they have going on, but they switched managers, and this guy is an ass, know. isn't he? Like he's a micromanager. No, 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 and I'm not even gonna say he's an ass because I think he's actually he's a cool guy. He's really positive, you know. And I fucking love positive vibes, you know. He's like, what, you know, what are we gonna do today? He he say this every day. What are we gonna do today? And the response is, you know, have a good day or yeah, something. Right. You know, he was like, we're gonna be that? positive and stuff. He was really really cool in that aspect, but. The thing about the company is that we have cameras and yeah, it is a good asset, I guess, to protect your company. But every time we walk past his office, watching the cameras, uh, <laughs> you know, before our old manager left, she said, oh, yeah, he's been logging in, checking the cameras every day. It's like, why? Why are you doing that? Just because you have the power to do that doesn't mean you should just be constantly. What are my employees doing? What are my employees doing? Um there shouldn't even be a system in place for anything like that. Um, and yeah, I don't know. And I, and that's not the only place that I've ever worked for that had cameras either. At my old job at the hospital, mm-hmm. uh, we used to have cameras and stuff. They say, you know, we couldn't be on our phones, which I, I feel like that's a stupid rule anywhere. We're in the 21st yeah, century now. You know what's funny that people, that's such a mid-2000s rule because nowadays it would be a really good experiment to see how people live without having their smartphone for 24 hours. Like, just go out through a whole time routine and going to work, you know, working and then going home and living yeah. like without their cell phone at all. Most of them, most people nowadays cannot live without it. Yeah, I mean, it's, I feel like it's, it's, nowadays it's, it's, a, it's a utility. It is. It's, it really is essential. To me, I feel like smartphones nowadays are the equivalent of like wands to a wizard or some shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I don't think it's reasonable to expect anybody to not have their, their phones on them. Uh, especially if you're in an atmosphere that respects communication, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, you want people to be receiving messages and stuff. Uh, but yeah, I, and I can understand it more for a hospital, mm-hmm. uh, but for the other location, no. I, there's no real reason to just be clocking your employees. What are you doing at twelve fifteen? You need to be yep. doing something. It's like it's like the whole notion of just a half an hour lunch break. I'm like half. An it's hour. disrespectful. It's like hold on, half an hour. That's how much they can spare. It's like okay, we can squeeze together about fifteen minutes and then another fifteen minutes here. And like, like at least at least get like an hour hour and a half. Like yeah. Maybe someone wants to eat a little bit, then take 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 a nap. Just yeah. half an hour? Oh my God. And you know, and it's a shame because most people are paid hourly. Uh, but that's why they would never really give more people time for that because, you know, 
we would expect a certain amount of paid break, but they want people. If you want to take a longer break, you're not going to get paid. <laughs> but the very idea that if your employee is tired and they can't work, you're just going to work them <laughs> anyways. I, I mean, we wouldn't do that for anything else. If your car tire was busted, you wouldn't just go. Nah, I don't care. And just keep driving. Like, uh, if you really do treat your employees like an asset, I don't see how in any scenario that makes any kind of sense. It's called, uh, slave. It's called slavery. Yeah. It's I feel slavery. like... Oh. You know it's all again, didn't you? No. I would call it slavery, first of all. Because it is slavery. Because oh, think about it. Not caring about the quality of your um, employee's life or well-being is just working on your death. Yeah. Valid point. And like I said, okay. Okay, Miles, you might be asking, how much paid time off do you get? I ain't telling you. We have to do, we do, we don't get paid time off, but we, they do, like, they don't take it off of our uh, schedules to the point where, like, they're like, oh, you're out of here, your ass is grass. They give us time. Oh, that just takes off the schedule? Yeah, or they'll just be like, hey, write down when we know you'll be off. So do you get paid when you're not working, though? No, not unless it's for the sick leave during COVID season, so late. And that's the craziest thing because at the other, the place I was just saying I worked at, uh, we didn't get any sick time either, unless it was for COVID. And it's like, what the fuck? No, I'm not staying here. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, If they did, it would come out of our regular PTO. And it's like, we don't have, y'all could at least give us one week of sick leave. Huh? I was gonna say rest and relaxation. I mean, sure. Even uh, no, a week of paid time off is ridiculous. To have to to sit there and be like, okay, I can take one day off for you know <laughs> this funeral and another day off for this wedding. I just gotta go out of town and come right back the same day. Seven days is not enough days in the year to have time off. <laughs> it just isn't. I, uh, and really, it's not. I, I mean, kid you not, man. I'm fair. I'm sorry. I kid you not. A week off, okay, just think about it. Um, just think about the amount of things that you want to do throughout the whole entire year. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you can't just do all that stuff on Saturdays and Sundays, all right? And only having seven days, I think it was just 65 days. Or even just going to the doctor. <laughs> you maybe take off to, that day off to go to the doctor? No. <laughs> You're going to work. I'm, I'm, just, I'm laughing because I'm like, that. oh my God, that does not make any sense. It just... It just doesn't. It's the fact that Miles that you don't get any time off at all. Like let's say that, you know, you say, you know what, I'm really burnt out, I'm stressed, you know, I just suffered a loss, I need some time off. See, but that's no, the thing, I don't understand the mentality. They would rather work an employee until they're burnt out and then they have to switch them over to some headhunter. Because uh, that's usually what happens. Somebody would just work their, their time. Somebody that'll just kind of not extort a company, but somebody that'll just kind of write it out. Like, I'm gonna come here, do my job, save up, and then I'm going to the next place. I'm getting the hell up out of here in like two, three years, and it's a wrap. Um, employees like that are not with the long-term mission of your company. Um, so I don't understand why that's the model that we're favoring of just, this employee's gonna work here for a certain amount of time, quit, and then we'll just hire somebody else and then they'll quit. And that is the reason why we've seen a rise in entrepreneurship. Yeah. And I keep bringing this up everywhere on my social media, but is it not weird that everywhere is hiring? If you look at all these lower level places that don't give time off, this, that, and the third, you know, low wages, none of these places have a full staff. I'm talking McDonald's, even Starbucks. Target today. Target. Everywhere is hiring. Food line. Everywhere. I, and that's the thing. And I, 
I'm gonna start taking a tally. Uh, I'll throw it up, I guess, up here. Of if we go out tomorrow, just how many places say they're hiring? Um, everywhere I go nowadays, it seems like people are their staffing is empty, but nobody wants to take those damn jobs. Not pay, it's not paying. It's not paying enough. It's not paying enough. If, you don't have enough time. If the off. government can give me a better wage. Then my own job can. That is a problem. It is a problem. It is a problem. It is not the government's fault. Don't get mad by the fact that the government is giving them money. It is the fact that the government is willing to give $600, which is free money, to people which is less than what they're paid to do, nine hours a day, sweating. And the thing is, and the, the argument is, they're all going to quit their jobs and they'll get paid this money. But no, if $600 is enough for you to quit your fucking job... <laughs> then you are not a good predicament. That, that, no, it's not. It's not good at all. Yeah, and like I said, people are starting to see it. That's why a lot of people are focusing on becoming rioting. an entrepreneur. You know, at least or that becoming, too. He said what? I said rioting. A rioting one. That's <laughs> that's what he was saying. But even with that, you know, like I said, people start saying, "You know, I'm gonna go just work for myself. Why? I'd rather get. I'd rather pay myself with what I think I, I deserve, which is yeah. ownership of my own product or." Or some kind of service, but now, if you're on Twitter, particularly on Black Twitter, LLC Twitter, LLC Twitter versus uh, working Twitter, I just want to point out why is there a war between the two? Every every Twitter, every tribe is at war with everybody. All the barbs are at war with the 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 bars. Oh, the Nicki Minaj folk. Yeah, with, they're with, gonna with come our asses up with anybody, anybody <laughs> who gives Nicki Minaj any smoke. Um, be all these internet tribes are always warring with each other um but i mean the thing is when i was growing up i remember i would do chores and stuff around the house and sometimes my parents would be like you know if you do this i'll pay you for it um and i remember there was one point where my mom was like you know a job doesn't pay you for every single job that you do they just pay you for the time and that's what i was trying to get at earlier everywhere is hourly now if you're an entrepreneur you're taught to you know uh, how many revenue streams can I get from this one asset, right? Um, if you have like a piece of property, you can rent it out and, you know, uh, do this, that, and the third, do it as a, a bed and breakfast or, you know, um, you know, something with, you, you know, if you own land or property, right? Uh, and, and I mean, and to be honest, really rich people kind of really don't work. There's no such thing as a billionaire that earned that money. I'm not going to say they didn't provide a value or, or a, a service. That has two jobs. Yeah. Uh, Seriously. There's no amount of work of actual labor that people are actually doing in, and I know that might kind of seem counterintuitive, especially because earlier I was just saying all that stuff about, you know, nobody wants to work these jobs, but, you know, there is not enough transactions that a single Starbucks employee or whatever can make that would generate that kind of money. But that doesn't mean that the work is any less essential than the next thing. Uh, everybody needs to have enough money to live off of for society to function. Uh, but that just, I don't know, what, at what point in time did all billionaires and really rich people just say, I'm going to be a selfish asshole? Rockefeller. You think so? It was around that time? Because they say he was actually a really philanthropic person. Who? John D. Rockefeller. Rockefeller said, I need employees, not thinkers. Yeah. He basically said that 
kind of laid the blueprint foundation for public schools in terms of training people to become employees. Yeah. Not necessarily. Oh, but the thing is, I'm, when he died, I thought he gave like a lot of money away. Well, I'm not sure. I mean, uh, I can I got to look that up, of course, do some more research into it. But I'm going to say is monopolies. Yeah. The thing about just monopolies overall in general, like, you know, the idea of a pure capitalistic country, again, supposed to get as much money as it can from every single second of everything. I feel like that country would consume itself. It would boil itself. It's not boil, but it would it would demolish itself. It would burn itself to the ground. Because everybody would... A society like that that just says... Hold on. Getting money... Let me stop right there. Miles. <laughs> okay. I guess we can call it. Yeah, so yeah, he is gone. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is the Victory Click podcast again. It was Group Boy 96 over here. But knocked the hell out. 96, Lord, that man yeah. is knocked out. That man is snoring. I'm gonna adjust it to get him on camera. Nah, he's done. Nah, yeah, he's done. So he's, he's done. But and so are we. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck was that? We have to do an outro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, it's the Victory Click Podcast again. <laughs> this is Tony Tone Tone Man, uh, the Prince of Rhodes, and Goofboy96. Follow us on all the social medias. Again, if you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead on and hit that like. Go ahead on and leave us a comment. Uh, what do you think was interesting in today's episode? Uh, what do you want us to talk about more? What do you want to hear us talk about next time? Uh, like I said, leave us a like, leave us a comment. Go ahead on to subscribe and hit that notification bell. If you are on Spotify or any other listening platform like apple Podcasts or something go ahead on and follow us up there i hope you guys are doing good and remember the world is ours mm. peace peace